other news about ways to help the problem, uh, got a couple of renewable stories here. Hybrid solar and wind systems attract turbine makers in India. Wind turbine makers in India are looking at building more renewable energy projects that would combine solar and wind in a single project in a bid to provide a reliable and cost-effective power supply. So uh, Ganesha Corp Technologica, the largest wind turbine maker in India, is preparing to announce well, its... They're actually from Germany, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're from Germany, but they're the, the largest ones making them for India. <laughs> okay, I guess. Or making them in India. I think the manufacturing facility is in India. Okay, yeah. But so this is their first wind solar project within the next two months. And India's largest domestic manufacturer of wind turbines is uh, expecting on starting on hybrids next year. So they feel that hybrid projects will make 50 to 60% of their sales over the next three years. It's an interesting idea, combining the solar and the wind in the same site, in the same project. I don't think it's interesting. I think it's required. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I design off-grid places, and guess what? Wind blows in the winter when there's no sun. Yeah, and then sun shines in the summer when there's when no When there's wind. no wind. <laughs> yeah. It's like a perfect balance. Yeah. Um, the, the difference is, is um, what do you call it? You know, wind is 24 hours a day, so wind is a better resource, but solar is easier to put in. Yeah. And takes less area. So it's, there's, there's trade offs, but the main thing is, is together, they are a good match. Yeah. They're a match made in heaven. <laughs> it's like, so uh, India aims to install 10 gigawatts of hybrid capacity according to a draft policy released earlier this year. And, I mean, a big part of it is the, by working together, they increase the reliability of the system. Yeah. You know, it makes it, yeah. And then, of course, you know, in India, they, they don't, um, where people live, there's not much extra land. And so if they can blend them two together, I mean, especially like the larger solar, I mean, the larger wind turbines, they can put, you know, a whole bunch of solar on top of it because it's so big. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a <laughs> half acre. They can just put a half acre of solar right on the top of it. I yeah. never thought of that. Yeah, they, and they don't block each other that way, so that's yeah, good. That's true. So yeah. it's, You can stack, this two, stack multiple functions in one spot. It's very good. Use of space. It's interesting. We're talking about India, and now we're going to talk about Pakistan. Aren't these supposed to be, like, countries that are behind? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... Why are they ahead of us? There, there's this U.S. perception that they're behind, and, you know, in some ways they're behind, but they're putting in all these renewables. I mean, I think in 10, 20 years, we're going to look like the fools if we don't have as much clean what, energy. 10, 20 years? What are you talking about? <laughs> we already look like the fools now, honestly. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> They, they are growing incredibly, and it's, it's a remarkable news story. So, yeah, Pakistan is adding one gigawatt of wind energy capacity over the next two years. You just years. like saying gigawatt, don't you? 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> <laughs> so Pakistan is expected to see a huge jump in wind energy installed capacity over the next two years as 21 projects are lined up for commissioning. I like to say gigawatts when it's the renewable projects. <laughs> when we talk about how many gigawatts coal and oil are producing, it's like, well... Well, I mean, coal has been in steady decline because can't, it can't compete. 
I mean, it costs so much to extract the coal and transport it that now that it's reached the point that coal can't compete against renewables. Yeah, renewables, we do, install them, We still done. need coal for baseline energy um, until, you know, we get a good hybrid system built. But um, it is in a pretty rapid decline. Yeah. So... So government officials in Pakistan have said that almost two dozen wind energy projects are currently at various stages of development. And so that'll add up to 1,012 megawatt capacity expected by 2018. Yeah, that's, uh, that's only two years from now, isn't it? So not even two years. Not even well, it matters years. what time of the year, what right? time of year, yeah. <laughs> so they've taken several measures to promote the renewable energy sector. They allocated 15,000 acres of land to set up 21 solar and wind and energy projects, mounting to a, a total installed capacity of 1,880 megawatts. So they're planning for even more than they've actually got uh, confirmed. They yes. just set aside the land for it. I mean, they've got uh, almost 500 megawatts already um, currently under construction, and 308 megawatts are already operational. So it's like... This is a major scale up if they, you know, only have 308 megawatts now and they're planning to have, you know, 1800 megawatts. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge scale. In up. 2 years, yeah. So the government will also allot an additional 6622 acres of land for 12 more renewable energy projects later. Several European and Chinese companies have already invested in Pakistan's energy market. Foreign investors poured over $3 billion into the renewable energy sector in Pakistan over the last year. Mm. So, It's like they, that political goal we were talking about last week, that the, the reason why these countries are moving forward with, with uh, renewables is because they have the will to do it. It's not, it's not necessarily just that it's a favorable location. You have to decide, okay, we choose to invest in solar and wind and water power. Well, just chose to, you know, invest in our community, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the great thing about renewable energy. That's the great thing about community radio. I mean, I, I keep trotting out that there's only 30 community radio stations in the nation. I probably should check and see how many there actually are. Yeah, there may, it, may have been more that know. popped up, may have been more that closed down. But all I know is we are one of the last few community radio stations, the real radio stations in the nation. Yeah. So, Everybody else, there are all sorts of filters, the content's going through that, that are influenced by the sponsors and all that. But here at Community Radio, we're keeping it real. Even if you might not like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Just> might, <laughs> yeah, you might tune in one day and you might be like, oh, I don't really like what that particular person's saying. But then you tune in the next day and you love it. Well, you that know. two hours later, because yeah, every hours two later. hours later, there's a yeah. different person. Two so. hours or less. We're only a half hour here. <laughs> yeah. And then also, if you don't like that particular something, you know, you can call up and make a request. You can for make a request else. and you can start your own. You if, know, if you've got a music genre you know of that somehow is not covered in our extensive catalog, because we have so many shows. I think just about every music genre is covered, but you never know. It's like... So we are now into the holidays. Yes. Did you know it's Swap Ideas Day? Hmm. Well, let's swap that idea for another idea. <laughs> Coming up is 911 Remembrance. Yeah, on September 11th. What? 
It's already that's kind of like the same day. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Sunday is make your bed day. You know, you don't have to make it any other time. But for this day, and no news is good news day. Hmm. And Monday is chocolate milkshake day. Oh, this, Monday is the day for me. It's chocolate milkshake day and national video game day. <laughs> I need to just take a day off and have milkshakes and video games. <laughs> Tuesday is defy superstition day and fortune cookie day. <laughs> Yeah, it's also positive thinking day. So you can get a you can get a bad fortune cookie and say to yourself, "I'm not going to believe that." It's <laughs> just like <laughs> I'm going to think positive. Coming up this week is Make a Hat Day and Felt Hat Day, which is on this day men traditionally put away their felt hats. It's like we have hit September. September is Hispanic Heritage Month, Fall Hat Month. International Square Dancing Month, National Courtesy Month, Baby Safety Month, Honey Month, and Self-Approvement Month. Mm-hmm. We've got a baby right here, so we're practicing Baby Safety Month. There Keep you go. eye out for little ones. All right, some events coming up. We have the fundraising for Standing Rock. That's coming up uh, today at 3 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center. They will be collecting, pooling fu- collectively pooling funds raised during this and future drives to purchase gift cards to mail to the tribes at Standing Rock, and they stand in opposition to the Dakota Access Pipeline. There will also be information about the issue as well as ways to help. So people, basically, in addition to just fundraising, it's an opportunity for local people who care about it to get together and talk and see what we can do. You know, there could be any number of things other than fundraising that we can do to help. If you would like to us to talk about your happenings, please email us info at yourcommunityspirit.org. On Saturday, Prison Strike Teach-In Potluck. Saturday, September 10th, 1 to 3.30 p.m. at the Flyover Info Shop, 216 North Washington. On September 9th, prisoners across the country will be engaged in a coordinated labor strike, refusing to work for the prisons and corporations that profit from the prison industry. They have issued a call to end slavery in America, noting that slavery is still legal in prisons and that it still plays a central role in American capitalism. This is an act of tremendous courage on the part of the people most controlled, demonized, and threatened by state power. In order for their actions to succeed, those of us on the outside have to draw attention to them. So the event is Prison Strikeout Teach-In Potluck, Saturday, 1 to 3.30 p.m. at the Flyover and Pro Shop. All right, and here's another event coming up uh, tonight, actually. The Little Black Dress Party. This is a fundraiser for the Women's Center. It's the biggest girls' night of the year benefiting the Women's Center. There will be live music, food, drinks, and dancing. Uh, the tickets are general admission, $35. Uh, they, are, they have tickets at Furniture King, SIU Arena Box Office, and uh, they also have tickets online if they're still available online, if you find the Women's Center website or the Facebook event for it. But that's an annual fundraiser they always do. I've heard it's a really good time. I don't have a little black dress to go in, so I haven't been to it myself, but I'd like to spread the word and support the Women's Center. Out of the Darkness Walk to Prevent Suicide, Saturday, September 10th at 6 p.m. at the Town Square Pavilion. 
When you walk in the Out of the Darkness walks, you join the effort with hundreds of thousands of people to raise awareness and funds that allow the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to invest in new research, create educational programs, advocate for public policy, and support survivals of suicide loss. Thanks to walkers and donors like you, they have been able to set a goal to reduce the annual suicide rate 20%. So check-in starts at 5 p.m. The walk starts at 6. Online registration, Carbondale Walk, closes at noon today before the walk. However, anyone who would like to participate can register in person at the walk. And then, of course, walk donations are accepted ongoing until the end of the year. Yeah. Let's see. We also have the Bellsmith Springs Hike. This is uh, associated with the Guy House's Be the Change. They're celebrating the Shawnee National Forest. So they're encouraging people to go to a Bellsmith Springs Hike. Uh, it's a moderate hike of 2 miles and 1.5 miles. It's organized by the Sierra Club Shawnee Group. And you can find more information at sierraclub.org slash Illinois slash Shawnee. Or you can call at 618-967-8690 if you want to go on the hike. And it's a, Bellsmith Springs is a beautiful place. It's one of, the, one of the first great natural areas I went out to when I was first coming down here in southern Illinois. It's a place that everybody can ch- check out when they get the chance. I have not made it there yet. Um, <laughs> and I was very excited to see this. And then I realized I'm teaching a solar class all day at Johnny Logan. Oh tomorrow. yeah. So if I have um, an, about half, no more than half full class, um, if people would like to come and learn about solar energy, about half the people who take the class are homeowners interested in putting solar on, and the other half are people who would like to learn to install solar as a living. And so that's at John A. Logan through Continuing Education. I'm doing that class one Saturday a month. So, mm-hmm. The power of solar. Yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> turning southern Illinois into solar Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Continuing the conversation every Tuesday at 7 p.m. at the Newman Center. Each week, a group of community members meets on Tuesday night for Continuing the Conversation. The purpose is to build an interracial community based on listening respectfully to each other's life stories. Please join at the Newman Center at 715 South Washington Street from 7 to 9 p.m. on Tuesday. We also have the Downtown Community Farmers Market coming up on Wednesday from 3 to 6 p.m. right outside of WDBX here. It's on the 200 block of Washington Street. It's a great time, some great veggies and local produce and great food and great people. 3 to 6 p.m. on Wednesday, downtown Carbondale, 200 block of Washington Street. All right, and we've also got the Wildflower Walk. This is coming up on, not this Friday, but next Friday at 4 p.m. The 7th Wildflower Walk will be led by Chris Spenda, an Illinois botanizer, on September 16th at the Todd Fink Natural Area. It's uh, considered an easy trail. Participants will learn about the basics of plant identification. It sounds like a good time. I need to learn more plant identification. There will be handouts. The walk will last four hours. Uh, for more information, you can contact Chris at botanizer at gmail.com. And that's botanizer with a Z. There you uh, go. But Delia has something she wants to say, too. She's <laughs> 
She's about ready to be done with the show, I think. But so are we. But we want to remind you that this is the friend, Friendship Drive, so please show your friendship for WDBX, 618-457-3691. Just give us a call, Treesong and I, and thank us for doing this radio show for 18 years. And um, if you would like to uh, go with me to the roller derby show tomorrow, I do have a couple extra tickets. Please give us a call in about a minute. Four five seven three six nine one. It's finally cool, so chance to go out into nature and enjoy that. Yes, enjoy those hikes out there and all the times outdoors. <laughs> 